0: Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women
1: who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode.
0: We always like to pick our topics based upon things that are happening in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, this has been a particularly stressful week. My husband had a shoulder replacement last week on Friday. So it's been, you know, he's okay, but obviously he can't do anything for himself. So it's been me taking care of him, the three kids, the dog, the house, oh, and my firm. <laughs> so, you know, all it's the just things. been all the things. And it really made me realize and and remember that, you know, notwithstanding what I have going on, we are entering a really stressful time of the year for people. Mm -hmm. It's a happy time of year with the holidays and everything, but it's also can cause and create a lot of chaos and stress. So I thought it would be good to come on today and talk about how you get through the, I know we've talked about it before, but, and I can't believe this time of year is here again. Um, but how you can change your mindset to get through chaotic times like this. And for me, I just had, like, I woke up yesterday and I was like, okay, nobody's coming to save me. I was so tired yet. You know, Amy, you know, I was mm-hmm. just done, just dead. Like I could barely function. And I said to myself, okay, this is temporary and nobody's coming to save me. So right. I need to get my life together. Yes, it's really stressful. Yes, it's really difficult. I am beyond exhausted mentally and physically, but I need to get it together because nobody else can do this for me. So that's what I want to talk about today about shifting your mindset a little bit and how you know things you can actually do to go about taking care of yourself. Sound good?
1: Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> I will I want to pop in here and say this at this point too, because people are. I'm sure listening to this and saying like, well, what happens when you feel like it's not just one thing, but it is all of the things coming down at you at the same exact time, right? Like when it rains, it pours all of those, you know, cliches that people use. It's true. I think that there's a momentum in negativity that can cause people to really like shut down almost and just be willing to say, oh, this is just how my life is going. I I can't change it. And it's just, I'm going to embrace the fact that it's horrible and also then not do anything to change it. So for you, you know how stressful this is without adding a you know shoulder surgery on top of your everyday life of running a law practice and taking care of kids and taking care of your house and then entering a busy season. But I think what we also need to recognize is that you can stop the cycle you can like stop the train in its tracks and it doesn't have to be that you turn it around 180 degrees but just doing one positive thing for yourself could perhaps start the momentum in the opposite direction right so like i guess interrupting that like negativity is probably the most important tip that we could share today it's like you just have to recognize that this is not something that's long-term. It's not permanent. You can always make a change. And if you recognize that, you won like half the battle, in my opinion.
0: And that's what I had to do yesterday because I was just mentally spinning, like totally exhausted. It was, you know, we're so, thankfully, you know, we have a lot going on with work, but, you know, that's very busy. And then the kids have everything that they have going on. They have school, I'm driving them here and there. And obviously the house, the dog, and then Mike, you know, can't do anything for himself. So I have to help him do everything. And I just had to like, literally, like you said, like stop myself in my tracks yesterday because I was just like, I felt my head felt so heavy and I was just so tired mentally. Mm -hmm. And I had to stop myself in my tracks and say, okay, you have been through seasons like this before. It's extremely busy. It's extremely exhausting, but it's also temporary. And yeah. before we know it, he'll be better, and we'll be back to our regularly scheduled chaotic programming. Yes, <laughs> believe this is more chaotic than normal, if that's even possible. So, you know, that's literally what I had to do yesterday. But isn't that so hard?
1: It is so hard. It, like I said, it is really hard. And I, I would love to say that I have always been like positive, Pam in any like friend group or like (laughs) any work environment, I normally have such a just positive outlook and not like toxic positivity, but just like, you gotta just take things as they are, just let it roll off, not get so bogged down. And when I feel myself starting to like, really take on all of the negativity and the negativity of people around me and, and like hold that in myself, and I start to like resolve myself to those same things where I'm like, Oh my gosh, everything is so hard. Oh my gosh. Everything is just every, the world is against me and be like very much a victim. I cannot stand that. Like I can't stand sit- sitting in that like suck. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I have enough self-awareness to realize that that is something that I'm doing to myself by not stopping it in its tracks and like making a shift. So I think that it's, it is really hard. And I don't want to say that it's easy, but like, if you feel yourself or your thoughts spiraling, for example, you take Laura's week this week, which has been a dumpster fire, right? There's been (laughs) so much going on for her just by getting up every single day and taking care of yourself. You can take a look back and be like, you know what? Imagine how much harder this would have been if I wasn't taking care of myself and I wasn't eating properly and drinking water and doing all the things to fill up my cup, because it would have been 10 times harder for you to get through every single day. I did
0: not even imagine. And I thought thought that to myself. So the only time that I have is early in the morning when I get up. So at 5 o'clock, I'm still getting up, going downstairs, doing my morning routine. And, you know, I said, okay, at least I can do this for myself, right? So that's in my control. There's very little, this is the other thing I had to remind myself of, there's very little that's in my control. So what are the things that I can control to make this time a little better for myself? Um, just so I can feel better and then be better for everybody Mm -hmm. else, because I was tired losing my patience, and just not the best that I could be. Right. So, you know, what is in my control that can make this better for me? So what is that getting up first thing in the morning and make sure I'm doing my morning routine, my reading, right? My workout 100%. I don't care what it is. There was one day I just went on the treadmill and just walked um, 30 minutes and I'm limiting it to 30 minutes because I know that right now is not the time for me to be doing an hour workout. Right? right. I just don't have that time, but I make sure that I do something. And I actually went back to, did I tell you, I went back to 21 day
1: fix. <laughs> I know I saw in your stories. Yeah. no, I <laughs> so was stalking you on Instagram.
0: I, I went back to a program that I did like literally eight, what did you say? Eight years ago. How many years ago mm-hmm. did that come out? And yeah. I haven't done it in so long. And I said, you know what? I need like a 30 minute workout. That's not too crazy. Mm-hmm. So I went back to that. It's been perfect for me. And then, you know, I once I walk up those stairs at 6.30, it's over. The kids yeah. are getting up. The day is starting and it just goes. And, and the time to take care of myself is gone. So I have to be super intentional about that time first thing in the morning And then the other thing I can do for myself is control what I'm eating. Because if I'm not eating well, I don't feel well. And that's just listen, maybe there are some people that can function eating like garbage and it works for them. For me, it doesn't work. Like I need to be eating like food that I know will make me feel better. Mm -hmm. So I've been making sure this week that I've been eating healthy and then drinking enough water. Like these things are so like it may sound so like cliche and simple. But like, when people ask me, what do you do to stay on track and take care of yourself and get through times like this?
1: That's what I do. Like, it's not
0: that complicated. And I know you do the same things.
1: Well, and that's the thing. A lot of people say, like, how can you take this on? You have so much going on. How could you even, how could you possibly do all of these things? And I think it's because a long time ago, we said that we were going to prioritize ourselves and it's not the most conventional wisdom or at least it wasn't at the time it was very much so like wow you're so selfish like you you carve out a whole hour of your day and it's not dedicated to your children and your husband it's like, yeah mm-hmm, that's what i'm doing and truthfully because you know how firm of a believer i am and you cannot pour from an empty cup if i did not give myself just the minimum attention or space to take care of myself, whether it be having a cup of coffee or drinking more water or taking care of the choices I make nutritionally or getting up early to get some kind of movement in. I know how I'm going to feel because I've been doing this for so long. And I know that just completing those basic baseline items will really transform my day. And that little bit of sacrifice of a half hour to an hour of sleep that everybody clings so tight to like, oh, I can't I can't possibly wake up if there's a five at the start of the, the you know, the clock. You might go and it might actually make you feel better if you're willing to give it a whirl. Right. Um, it's just these. It's tough to listen. It's still not easy to manage these seasons and these times. And you have to have a lot of patience and you have to give yourself grace. If you can't do all of the things, right? You can't get, you know, an hour long workout in. Maybe you could just take a 30 minute walk. Maybe you could just do to- a 20 minute walk. Maybe you could just sit outside and get fresh air, anything, right? And that at a minimum, check the box and say, listen, I took care of myself in this capacity, right? Um, it doesn't yep. have, you don't have to do something catastrophic in order to be taking care of yourself. Because like we said, these are really basic ideas.
0: And I think that sometimes that's why it can sound so unbelievable because these things are so basic. Right. It's just not that complicated. I do my workout in the morning. I read my personal development. I do. Have you ever done tapping meditation? Did we talk about that? I have done it. Yes. Oh, my God. I don't do it as regularly as
1: I should, but it's amazing.
0: So I've been doing it every morning this week just for five minutes. It does not have to be, you don't have to sit there for a half hour doing that, but just whatever time you can fit in will be useful. And the other thing is, you know, we don't realize the effect that all of this stress and strain Has on your body. Um, and you know I love my whoop, right? And I wish as Mm -hmm. a firm everybody could have one. You can see the strain on your whoop, right? So I can see on the app what my strain is for every day. And it's not just taking into account the steps I take every day and my workout. I wear it 247. It monitors my heart rate, my heart rate variability, all this stuff, right? And a couple days this week it's it's measured. your strain is measured on a scale from 1 to 20 mm-hmm. or one to 21 excuse me and a couple days this week where i didn't do an incredibly intense workout but i was working i was on my feet like once the work day ends forget it you know same thing like oh, I'm on yeah. my feet until i go to bed yeah so there were a couple days my strain i would say unless i do like a really hard run or a workout in the morning my strain is typically anywhere between like eight and say 13 on any given normal day. It was upwards of 16, 17 on those days. And you can see like, it's really, you can see it's like a reminder, like, wow, my body is under a lot of strain right Mm now. So Mm -hmm. it's even more important for me to make sure I'm sleeping, drinking enough water, eating healthy. But when you think of strain on your body, you think about your workout. right? right. And things that are physically demanding, but mental strain counts, right? And so does everything else you're doing, running around the kitchen, picking up after the kids, cooking dinner, food shopping, all the things that you have to do, all these things piled on top of each other put strain on you. And when I look at those numbers, and I see that I'm like, okay, like I need to really pay attention to what I'm doing for myself this week because my body is under a lot of stress and it's exhausting.
1: (laughs) One of our, um, I think I might've shared this with you. One of our really good friends from when we were doing network marketing had posted this week that she was having a really, really tough week. And I think she's one of the most incredible, inspirational people ever. We actually had her as a guest on our podcast. And one of the things she said really resonated with me is that oftentimes when we feel so stressed, we reach for what is easy. What's going to give us those quick dopamine hits, right? Like the junk food, the glass of wine, the things that truthfully, and I'm not trying to judge anybody, but they're not going to make you feel good in the long run. And you know it. But they give you that short-term satisfaction. And I loved what she said about this because she said, rather than looking externally and reaching for something else, start turning inward and realizing that the things that you need to do are really already inside of you in order to change and to make your life better. Like you are ultimately in control, nothing external. And this is how you started today. Nobody is coming to save you. No thing is coming to save you. Nothing external is going to really, really fix the root of the issues that you have or the the struggles or the difficult times that you have. It's got to come from within you in order for it to be sustainable. And I just love the way that she characterized that, like external versus internal, start looking inward, start doing the work on yourself and a tool like the whoop gives you that insight and that data that you could if you love numbers and you love to track things it's a great way to analyze for sure
0: it's it's just incredibly eye-opening yeah because to see you know when I look at that and I'm like hmm I didn't do a really intense workout today it's everything else
1: it's everything else yep. yeah yeah so, so true
0: my strain during my workout could be a five. If Mm -hmm. I'm doing like, just like a a simple ride on my Peloton or even the 21 day fix workouts, I forget what my, maybe it's like a six, even if it's a six, right. But to have it be upwards of 16 and 17, it's everything else. And that's what we don't realize. So it's important. I love, you know, Missy, she's phenomenal. She's just so phenomenal. And it's just so true. Like I really had that realization, like nobody is coming. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. nobody's coming nobody
0: i am the one that has to save myself Mm -hmm. because nobody else can do it for you and she's right with what she said like you already have what you need within you to handle whatever you're handling or else it wouldn't at least i believe it it wouldn't have been presented to you if you couldn't handle it that's
1: That's absolutely the truth. And that's the thing. If you take that into consideration and realize that perhaps instead of reaching for the extra cup of coffee, you need to take a half hour nap or instead of reaching for the, you know, the happy hour after work, you go for a 25 minute walk and see what kind of endorphin rush you get. And you're taking care of your body in a better way. Mm -hmm. But these are all of those unconventional and perhaps they're not the first thing that you think of because you're used to doing and addressing these times of struggle by a certain way. And now this time of the year, it is more important than ever. These last six weeks of the year are going to be stressful for a lot of people between more family time, more holiday dinners, more everything. The chaos is just running afoul of everybody, right? So you have to just... Take a look and see like, okay, what's one thing that you could commit to between now and the end of the year that you're going to try and do on a daily basis or five days a week to really try to bring about something more positive, help your body rest and recover, help your mind rest and recover better and take better care of yourself.
0: Yeah. One thing I also love the, um, whoop has a
1: podcast. Did I tell you that? Mm, yes. I've listened to some of phenomenal. their phenomenal.
0: It is so good. One of the recent ones that I listened to talked about how everything goes back to sleep, right? Mm -hmm. It goes back to your sleep. So if you are not sleeping well, and we know this, you were just talking about this. You're Uh, not sleeping well. Nope. So if you are not sleeping well, everything else is going to be off. Um, And so even if you start with one thing, okay, can you get a little more sleep? can you go to try to go to sleep a little bit earlier and at least do that one thing for yourself? Right. And then what are you eating? Are you eating to take care of yourself or are you looking for short term fixes? Like you were talking about before, like we reach for things that are comfortable during really stressful times. Are you drinking enough water? Go out for a walk during lunch, do something right to clear your head Try to reduce your stress a little bit. Even if you just sit, like take a break. What does Brendon Burchard do every 50 minutes?
1: Yeah, it's like something every 50 minutes where he'll do like a cleansing relief meditation.
0: Yeah, even if you just sit for like two minutes and like Mm -hmm. close your eyes, stop looking at the computer and just get yourself together and take a little break. Anything you can do to reduce the strain on your body because nobody else can do it for you. And- it's so important to recognize. So what are our takeaways from today?
1: (laughs) Number one, Um, nobody's going to save you. Yes.
0: Number two, whatever season you're going through is temporary. And realizing that it's temporary and not permanent, at least for me yesterday, it was almost like, like a weight lifted. Right. Yeah. Just remembering that, like, okay, this is going to be over soon. It's not permanent. So, recognizing it's temporary and then figuring out what small, basic, like we said, steps you can take to take care of yourself because we are entering a crazy time of year. Everybody has a lot of things going on. Um, So, it's a good time to sit down and figure out what you can do to try to reduce your stress and reduce the strain on your body. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today, and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's
1: episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.